the heart of Shasha. Pulse 95. A story to tell. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95. Welcome back to Pulse 95. We are here live at the fourth and final day of Exposure 2019. It is the fourth edition right here at the Sharjah Expo with me, Hannibal Qais and Michaela Atliya. And today we have a very special guest. She's an ambassador for Nikon and a contract photographer with National Geographic magazine. An ambitious photographer and a filmmaker who has traveled to over 100 countries in over a decade covering human wildlife, conflict, civil unrest and violence, but also surreal beauty and the enduring power of the human spirit, all following her personal philosophy, living the story. I'd like to welcome Ami Vitell to the studio. Hi, thank you it's so much. It's a pleasure having you. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here. Thank so, you. How are you liking it here? It's incredible. How extraordinary. I hope everybody gets the chance to visit this festival because it is a window onto this beautiful planet we live. Is this your first time here at the Exposure? Uh, just a curious question. I actually had the opportunity to visit, I believe it was the first year, and mm. it's extraordinary to see how far it's come. It's, it's really something to see all of this work um, in such a tangible way and at the yeah. scale that it is. Well, I feel like every photographer, even yourself, has a message that's tr that you're trying to instill in your, in your, in your photo galleries and in your inspiring talks. But uh, back to the philosophy, living your story. Uh, one thing uh, that I I found uh, that I found very interesting when I went into your exhibition is almost every picture. I mean, it's just a still image, but every picture feels like there's a story behind it. And I think that's something you, I, 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 I began to understand uh, how your philosophy is embedded into those photos themselves. And if anybody's curious, her exhibition is called The Guardians. And uh, my first question actually is it, the, 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 the term itself, the guardians, is it about the humans or is it about the animals? Exactly. Well, you hit on a, a few different points there. And I think that um, a lot of people will describe me as a wildlife photographer, but actually I'm not. Mm. I'm, I'm a documentarian um, and I talk about humanity and and this fragile, beautiful planet that we live on and, and coexistence. And I believe that my philosophy is that um, it's important to have empathy and love for one another as humanity, um, yeah. as human beings, but for all of life, actually, because it all matters. Every living creature um, is important. And I found these beautiful hope spots all around the planet where, against all odds, though fragile and imperfect, people are finding ways to coexist with, um, you know, with the, the great last species mm -hmm. that, that are here. Exactly. And, and, and it, one, one thing that I, I've noticed over the years is that it takes a certain level of, of awareness or even sometimes a disaster or even a point of extinction like the white rhino to finally make it clear to people that something has to change and it has to change for the better, especially with your story and how you've been trying to reintroduce pandas into the wildlife and the, the preservation of the only white northern rhino in Africa. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, one thing about it is uh, 
it's upsetting, but it's it's people like you that really try to give it hope. So. Well, I try to humanize the story too in a lot of ways um, and make it relevant. Like, why should anybody care? You know, we it, it feels so far away and that maybe it doesn't matter. But I think that part of the messaging in these stories is that it, it is actually impacting people, which has profound impacts on all of us. Those things ripple through the world. And, and it's frankly not just a loss of, um, of wildlife and, and the diversity of our ecosystem. It's actually a loss of our own imagination mm. and wonder and all the beautiful possibilities that exist for us. We need, we need the diversity of this planet um, to feed not just our bellies and um, but also our minds and our hearts. Yes. Um, all of this really, you know, you go around and you see these beautiful images of wildlife, but. Um, I think it's not enough just to have um, beautiful images of wildlife. We actually have to tell the story, really the story behind all of these creatures and why they matter. Why should any of us care? Exactly. So speaking about the planet and wildlife, I just want to know, I mean, you've been over to 100 countries, over 100 countries. So what is your take on climate change? Yeah, I think that... I guess Have you seen the effects of it? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I, I document this story and, and there are people that are in much more vulnerable places that are feeling the impacts. But I guess my, my, my feeling is that um, just like the, the protests that we saw this weekend, which mm. were incredible all around the world, really sparked by a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. I mean, how extraordinary. That gives me hope because the power of individuals to really create change and that all of our voices do matter. Yes. I do believe in the power of individuals, but I also think that it's going to take um, more than just individuals. All of us have to feel like our our voices matter. So I think very often we think like it's too big of a problem or somebody else is going to take care of it. No, all of us have, all of our, all of our actions have profound impacts and kind of understanding what our, our individual actions and the impacts that they have are, are you know, that's the first step is awareness. Big changes need little people as us as well. <laughs> yeah. So th- that, that's what I like to go yeah. by. Yeah, and photography is a powerful medium to express some of these stories and, and remind us how we're all connected. I mean, I feel like scaring people is not, is not un, you know, you've got to do more than that and also remind us that there's a way forward. Yeah. Um, it's not all hopeless. Well, you know, I want to talk more about the power, the power of narrative and how you reframe it from uh, from your from the seminar that you did uh, earlier this weekend. So uh, stay tuned more right here on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the frame. Hello and welcome back to Pulse 95 in the frame. We're here live across the UAE covering the last day for Exposure 4th Edition 2019. It's a world celebrating photography, stories, and even messages to hope in hopes to inspire a lot of people to take action in different things, whether it's uh, wildlife, whether it's in themselves, or, you know, taking a time to reflect on uh, probably some of the biggest moments in our lives. And uh, so we have here with us Amy Vitale, a legend... Ami, Ami <laughs> Patel, is that good? All right, Ami, Amy, uh, legendary photographer here 
has traveled the world and back. She's with us here at the Exposure. She, ha she has her wonderful exhibition here. I urge everyone to check it out. It's called The Guardians. And uh, just earlier this weekend, she held her seminar called Reframing the Narrative. And I want to get into it a little bit because it's, it's more than just taking a picture of something that's disastrous or bad. You have to give it some sort of perspective. You have to get close and, 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 and instill it with some emotional impact. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask you what is it what did what does it take to reframe a narrative and well I think the stories we tell ourselves both as individuals and as societies matter they actually become our reality you know we 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 frame the world in mm. the stories um, and and so I believe we need a diversity of viewpoint a multitude of narratives and and also to remember that. We can't just only talk about the horrors and the challenges, though they must. we must shine a light on that, mm. but we also need to give us a way forward in our storytelling um, and, the, and the kinds of stories we choose to focus on. So I definitely talk about the, the challenges we face, but I, I also believe that, um, you know, there's a lot of hope in this world and a lot of resilience. Yeah. And um, and those, it's. I think it's at best half the story and at worst maybe even a lie to only frame it everything in these very negative doomsday approaches and and that we have so much more in common with one another than we often realize yes it's important to talk about the things that that connect us it really is now more than ever when i go through the exposure and i've gone through all the exhibitions uh, i pass by the with butterflies and warriors by David Chancellor and it basically was a photo gallery of the mutilation of, of elephants and for their ivory and some of the pictures are downright horrendous and it, it really if emotionally affected me but as I passed his photo gallery and went into yours I see that there's still hope in the world that we could that's we could actually the same place we're working this the very mm -hmm. same place and yeah. yeah and I, I have those images of the horror and I don't think it's an no, and his work is very beautiful, and it gives one side, I mean, beautiful and hor horrific, yeah. and it gives one side of the story, but I actually want to also go a little bit on the other side of it and talk about the indigenous communities who are so courageous and really hold the keys to saving what's left. They're so committed. I want to shine a light on them and, and their incredible work because they, you know, they actually are changing the, the narrative of that of that landscape. It turns out poaching numbers are going down in Kenya, mm. in northern Kenya, because of these communities that are out there fearlessly protecting um, these these animals and finding solutions. Yes. Um, you know, with very little political power, with very little resources, they're doing it. So if they can do it, my goodness, we can all be supportive and, and find solutions in, in other places. Yes, and your endeavor doesn't end here. You're right after the exposure, you're going to be heading out back to Kenya, right? I am. I mean, because the story never ends. And I think that the deeper we go, the more, um, actually, the more honest the story is. We often parachute into places and have the script already written in our head before we even land. That's not doing justice to people in their stories. So I believe I've been working there for a decade mm. and um, and it just gets getting richer and better and this you know and the and and the stories become more authentic.
If you want to follow up on her next story, be sure to go to amyvitale.com. You'll find everything there from all her past journeys and her achievements and, and her also her future endeavor. Uh, Amy, you really are an inspiration. And right before we finish up, I know Hanny wants to ask one more question. Yes. It's actually, I also want to give a plug out this month's National Geographic. It's um, yeah. it's just hitting newsstands. Check it out. Mm. My image is on the cover, and I've written an essay and have another story on there. But um, it's an issue focusing on kind of this turning point we are on the planet and also looking for solutions to, to these these issues about our planet's health. So check it out, guys, the edition of National Geographic. What's the name of it? It's the October issue. The October issue. And it's called The Last of Its Kind. The La- Last and, of Its Kind. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Advice to young photographers. Oh, this is the best part. I love this because actually everybody has a voice and a perspective that is really important. And, you know, I started off um, incredibly painfully shy, gawky, awkward, didn't have confidence or think that my voice mattered. And I just want to throw that out to everybody to to understand that we pick up a camera. It's incredibly empowering. Mm. And and then you have the ability to, you know, tell stories that that help connect us all. Um, It's it's a, a gift to be able to do what we do. And and even if it's your phone, whatever it is, um, you know, go deep though. My advice is spend time on one story and get beyond the surface. We all have seen enough of the exotic. And the truth is, um, once you get past the surface, you you start to realize that, um, you know, that's pretty and dramatic, but, um, but go deep and, and talk about those things that remind us of our shared humanity. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Ami. It was a pleasure having you. I enjoyed it so much. Hopefully, we'll see you again next year. And uh, I With think another story to tell. Another story Absolutely, to tell. I hope so. And that's a wrap <laughs> for, uh, for Exposure, actually, as today is the last day. We're open till 11 p.m., so come on by. But we'll see you guys soon right here on Pulse95. Thank you so much. Thank you. From the heart of Shasha, Pulse95.